Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Thank you. You. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Welcome back to Yes, welcome back to Doug and Renee. Married life. Married life. Live in without envy or strife. Married life. Married life. Married life. This is us. This is us. Husband and wife. Married life. I messed up. Yeah. That's okay. I up. That's okay. I messed up. That's okay. Let's do it again. No. Okay. All right. So thank you for joining. <laughs> thank Ooh. you for joining, joining us. Wow. I can't talk. Thank you all for joining us for another ha- podcast. I still have that effect on you, babe. Yes, you, uh, you do. Get, you get tongue-tied when you're next to me. Yes, I do. All righty oh. now. Yes, hunty, yes. Oh. <laughs> what are we talking about? We are talking about... Oh, our podcast. Love. Late. Love. Learn. Live. <laughs> And laugh. Life. <laughs> this is uh, part three of our uh, series. Love. Laugh. Learn. And live. And live. Yes. yes. <laughs> and we did not script that either. We did not. So we are still talking about that. And this is, uh, I don't even know what today is, but it's in March. This is the third episode and the third week of March. Yes. Wow. This month is flying by. This year, this month. Mm-hmm. Don't procrastinate before you know it. It's going to be October, November for Ooh. those of you out there who are listening. You know, you want to go back to school or do something. Don't mm. procrastinate. Wow. Go ahead and put your application in. Pay the 50 bucks for the application fee or maybe somebody <laughs> will bless Bless you and, you know, God will open the door where you don't have to pay for the application fee or whatever it is to go back to school. Don't procrastinate. Whatever it is. He digressed for a second. I sure did. I just want yes. to encourage somebody redeem, not to procrastinate. Redeem the time because mm-hmm. the time, cause time is flying by, yeah, basically. It's, it's March 2022. Basically, yes. And even though we've been in the pandemic, it doesn't, these last two years have really flown by. They have. And so don't yes. don't procrastinate. Don't keep putting it off. And for you married folks, don't love, laugh, learn, live, yeah. forgive, get over it, keep it moving. Yeah, all those things. Pray fast, love your spouse, laugh with your spouse, learn about your spouse, and live in harmony with your spouse, because time is flying by. Literally, I cannot believe, and then we can move forward. No, we don't have to move that forward. That this year we are entering our thirty-fifth year of holy matrimony. Well, it wasn't holy the whole thirty-five years, but it was matrimony. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth and shame the devil. It wasn't holy the whole 35. No, it wasn't holy. It was matrimony. But, but now it's holy matrimony. Yes. And God we've been, made up for it. Yes. And we've been together for 35 years. Mm-hmm. And we have learned through the years to love, love each laugh. other. Yep. Laugh with and at each yes, other. Yes, that is true. Learn from one another. Mm-hmm. 
and live with one another as we are. Oh, we've learned the live part. That's that's a ongoing thing right there. Absolutely. Cause Ooh. I cause he's so hard to live with, y'all. No, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> no. Oh, buddy, 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 buddy. Tell the truth about yourself, brother. Tell the truth about yourself, sister. I am hard. To live with. Okay. And the funny thing is I was having a conversation with someone at the gym the I other day. I was having a conversation with myself. That too, sometimes. <laughs> um, but this particular moment, I was uh-huh. having a conversation with another person, two other people, and I was telling them that we have been married for 35 years. And one young man was like, wow, that's to be commendable. I said, yeah, especially living with me. I said, I know it has not been easy for Douglas to live with me, to deal with me. And I am a moody person. I, and that's the one thing about learning. Sometimes you learn about your spouse, but you also have to learn about yourself. And I've learned that I can be, uh, <laughs> I wish we were live video, the facial expression <laughs> that he's making I'm right now. I'm not even looking at you. But you have this face like, I'm going to hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle. <laughs> <laughs> But I know I have learned a lot about Renee. Renee is moody. Renee is sometimey. Renee is spoiled. Renee likes to have it her way. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, and so I understand that and I've learned that about myself. So 35 years of living with me, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you applause. Whoosh. Yes, yes, hunty, yes. Thank you for sticking with me for almost 35 years. That's him trying to whistle you. I don't know what that's going to sound like over a podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to it's, stall for time. It's, but my, my technology isn't working with me. <laughs> but oh um, I'm, I'm thankful for Douglas sticking it out with me, loving me even when I wasn't so lovable laughing with me or even trying to make me laugh in the moments when I was unhappy or sad, uh, learning me. He had to study me. He talks about this a lot in podcasts to study your, your wife, uh, gentlemen and learn her, um, her ways. And he learned a lot about me and he lived with me for these 35, almost 35 years to God be the glory. So I'm sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. You did. And I am so thankful. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I'm done. I'm so thankful. There was my applause. <laughs> <laughs> my technology just caught up with us. Uh-huh. But no, I I wanted to say seriously, um, thank you for the kind words. But also, we've been saying this for two years. Thank you. We've been saying this for like two years. This is why it's so important that you marry the right person at the right time. And so, you know, you got to seek seek the Lord and make sure, you know, God is leading you to whomever your prospective spouse may be. Because you never know what's coming down the road. You know, when we got married in 87, we definitely didn't see what was going to happen in 97 or 07 or 17, and we definitely didn't see what happened, was going to happen in 16. And so um, you just have to make sure that, you know, that your steps are being ordered. And I want to encourage, especially our single people 
who are thinking of getting married, I definitely want to encourage you right now to make sure you seek the Lord and that your steps and your stops and your turns are ordered and that you marry or get engaged or we were talking about courting, <laughs> courting the right person. Mm-hmm. Uh, just make sure that you put all your feelings, remove your feelings whether and all your uh, emotions, get all of that out of the way because we're not to be led by our feelings. Yes. And just make sure that the person who you are thinking of marrying is the person that God has for you. Yes. Because you have to be anointed to be with your spouse, whoever you are. And and the same, I could say the same thing. I, I know I get on your nerves. I know that. And I know from today. Sometimes intentionally. And yes, yes. <laughs> because that's just me. And But you have to be anointed to be with that person, to put up with that person, their idiosyncrasies, their habits, their, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You have to be anointed and you... You are anointed for that particular person and to be their husband, their wife. Excuse me. So don't let, don't let anybody, and for my, my married folks, don't let anybody talk you out of, you know, uh, getting your, no, don't let anybody talk you out of your marriage. Talk you into getting a divorce, into getting a divorce. and out of your yeah. marriage. Yeah. yeah, don't let anybody do that because they're not, one, they're probably jealous of you. And two, you're anointed for your spouse. I believe that if God put you together, and that's the if, if God put you together, you are anointed for your spouse. And even if God didn't put you together. And you together now. And you together right. now. I believe you can become the person your spouse needs you to be. You can become the husband your, your wife needs you to be, or you can become the wife your husband needs you to be. I yeah. truly believe that. I agree. I think it just takes more work. If God didn't ordain it, and you said I do, before God and man, you still supposed to be committed to mm-hmm. those to those words. Yep. Um, but it's just gonna, I think, for those individuals, you're gonna have to put in a lot more work and marriage is work by itself. Yeah. Um, and that's why singles, as you were saying, they need to go into it with eyes wide open, mm-hmm. spiritual eyes, not your physical eyes. You have to hear from God and see what God is showing you. Through the lens of God, see that person through the lens of God, not through your natural eyes, because our eyes and our flesh will deceive us over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it's important to make sure that we seek God and um, see the person the way God wants us to see them. Yeah, and you have to be. And if God didn't join you together, and you just decided, you know, on random, just get married to somebody for whatever reason. And there's, there are going to be times where you're going to have to be more committed to the institution of marriage than you are the actual person you're marrying. And so even if God puts you together, <laughs> there are times you're going to have to be committed more to the institution of marriage than you are your actual spouse and coming to what you were saying. So uh, coming back to what you were saying about uh, you just have to understand that, you know, God is able, God is able, God is able. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. And if you just trust the Lord and lean not to your own understanding, it'll all work out. I believe that. And I just want to encourage you that even even though it may not seem like it right now, because there were times we went through our seasons, plural, where mm-hmm. it didn't seem like we were going to make it. And right. it definitely wasn't anything to laugh about. But here we are 
35 years, you know, into marriage, and we pretty much laugh up almost about everything that's happened in our marriage. I mean, there are some things that, you know, just aren't funny. Aren't funny, right. You know, right. You know so that, I mean, that's common sense, but they're, you know, but when I, we look back, it was like, oh, we was about to buy this car, have a $1,000 car note. Now, if you can afford it, that's fine. But we couldn't afford it, and God, <laughs> at the time, <laughs> we was about to have a $1,000 car note. Oh, Ooh, my God. That's another story for another podcast. Yeah. And, but I'm just saying, you, you look back on things and you laugh. Right. You know, it's like, oh, we was about to make a mistake. and But God stopped it. God blocked it. And, you know, we didn't do it. So, And we learned from it. Yeah. We learned from We it. learned together, and um, we didn't always want to live with one another, mm-hmm. but, but, we, but we stuck it out, and we laugh about that now, Yeah, because um, we learned some lessons in sticking it out. Yep. I think, if, I think when people give up real fast, they miss the lesson. They and got the lesson. The me- Ooh, all right, up top. There High you five. Go. You missed the lesson. And your blessing sometimes is right on the other side of that tribulation and people miss it because they don't endure hardness as a good soldier. And so it's important for you um, listening to us that if you are going through a challenging season, you know, just take it from us. Hang in there. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll get past this. This too shall pass. Um, there will be another season, just like the four seasons of the year, and you'll learn from it and hopefully be able to laugh about it um, and grow from it. Yeah. And so when I was, when we were just talking about you missed the lesson and the blessing, if we would have gave up, and, and we tried to, both of us, with no sense in us, you know, we've been fairly transparent. We both, at different points in our marriage, did not want to be married. But God kept us together. But if we would have just, you know, thrown in the towel, thrown, thrown <laughs> in the towel, and say, "I, I really don't want to do this," and you know, just yield it to our flesh. Now I'm thinking of, you know, the travel, traveling we've done in the last few years, the places we've gone, gone to, the you know, people that we've been a blessing to just yeah. by sticking it out. Mm-hmm. So we would have missed all of that, and. You know, so you just don't know, you know, because you can't see, we couldn't see 35 years when we got married. I wasn't even thinking 35 years into marriage. I was, I wasn't even thinking five, really. I was, yeah, I was getting ready to say, I told you what I told your mom. If I give, (laughs) if I give it a good five, 10, maybe 15 years, then okay. That praying woman got on her knees and got to praying for us. I thank God for a praying mother in love. Yes. Yes. Mama, we love you. Yes, we love you. So I think, uh, so we're going to pick up where we stopped off last week. Uh, And so for the last couple of podcasts, we've been talking about sex and sex and sex. And normally, uh, I'm going to say normally, we haven't really spoken about that too much. But I want to clar- I want to expound on something. And so, you know, we was talking about, you know, when your spouse is tired, you know, um as far as not having sex. If they're tired, you don't have to have sex and, you know, there are times where your spouse is tired, you're not going to have sex so on and so on. I we I'm this to last podcast. Okay. But for this one, I want to expound. There are times where 
you don't want to have sex, but because your spouse does, you have to. Because it's an obligation. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny? I don't know. (laughs) What's funny? (laughs) You looked at me like you was waiting for some kind of response. Um, Yeah, because I don't have a a comeback to that. Um, Because I I, I feel you. I know what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, there are times where you don't want to. There have been times I have not wanted to, and I was like... Doug wants to, so I'm going to um, yeah. comply. I'm trying to think of a nice way to say, it. come on, babe, bring it on. <laughs> I'm ready, buddy. And vice versa. <laughs> and vice versa. There are times where I don't necessarily want to. Yeah, right. There are times where I didn't necessarily want to, but you did. Uh-huh. And so I had to fulfill my husbandly duties. Yes. Now, granted, in my 20s, it was different than it is in my 50s. Okay. <laughs> you know, in my 20s, if you looked at me. It was ooh, on? <laughs> oh, Lord. Move, ooh, move on, dear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when it, when it comes to sex, I have an obligation to you that only I can fulfill, biblically. Absolutely. There, there's nobody outside of Doug that can, fu- that can fulfill that obligation and vice versa. It's not anyone else's responsibility walking the face of this earth to satisfy you sexually as long as we married. So, or, or vice versa. Or to satisfy you. I just said vice versa. Okay. I want you to say it like that, though. <laughs> Did you say it? <laughs> Or there isn't anyone on the face of this earth that can satisfy Doug. Sexually. Sexually. Other than you. Other than me. Only you. Only me. Biblically biblically speaking, that's that's what we're talking about. This has always been a Bible-based podcast. So I don't know why why the Lord had us bring about this or talk about this for three weeks, but someone out there, you need to hear that. And it's not about, you know, telling your spouse to do something or go somewhere. You're the place or you're the person God put with it, with your spouse. So you have the obligation to fulfill that need. And I, I know I'm trying to be very careful because I don't want to um, go off on the deep end. Some people have sexual addictions and so on and things like that. And for that, you, I would say um, reach out and get professional help, yes, uh, counseling. professional counseling. Mm-hmm. But for the general, for the generally speaking, you are to fulfill your sexual duties for your spouse if you can physically and not just tell them, hey, go on and take care of that yourself. Or you do that yourself and, you know, go watch a movie and all this other stuff, all this other foolishness that you see on social media or TV or whatever. No, biblically speaking, husband and wife. That's why God... That was God's original plan. Sex is between husband and wife. And I think that's why communication is so important because if the spouse is um, genuinely not feeling well um, or having some health issues that needs to be communicated to the other spouse, Mm -hmm. um, or if you have a day or two where you, you genuinely don't feel good, 
um, then that should be communicated to your spouse. But that should not, you have to be careful to make sure that that doesn't linger for a week, a month, you know, now it's two months, six months, and you're not fulfilling your your marital obligation sexually. I think that's important to make sure um, because that's when um, you're going to start having problems. The enemy is going to come in and he's going to use that as a reason to uh, talk to the other spouse. Well, you know, your wife isn't fulfilling her duties or your husband's not fulfilling your their duties. So go ahead and watch the movie. Go ahead and go and, you know, mm-hmm. be with somebody else. Um, and that's important to be discerning of that and not allow that thing to linger longer than a day or two. And then you need to communicate to your spouse, you know, I love you. I'm still attracted to you. I'm just not feeling well. I'm having an issue with this right now. And that way you put it out there. It's not in darkness. The enemy really thrives in darkness when you keep those thoughts in your head and he'll make the other spouse feel like it's something else that it's not. Mm-hmm. So it's important to make sure that you communicate so that you can continue to, you know, love your spouse and uh, laugh with your spouse and learn and live in harmony with your spouse. Yeah. And, you know, if your spouse, if, if your wife is pregnant, you might as well build it up now. Get it all in now. Because once that baby come, it's going to change. <laughs> no, because physically she can't for a few weeks or a month or whatever. It's it more is. than a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, after you know, after the baby comes, so you man. Plus, plus you got to go through the whole mama thing and the mama with the baby and all. Yeah, that. that baby's gonna yeah take precedence for a while. Yeah, yeah. So build it up, get in there. All right, all that, right. That's that's a plug for the brothers. Okay, <laughs> right, all right, all. So. I want to uh, switch gears and we're going to talk about living now. Just I want to we want to encourage uh, just those of you who are listening to us as far as living. Uh, Bishop Brown, he always he ain't going to say he always he has this saying that he want he prays God will add years to your life and life to your years. And so during these past couple of years, you know, we've all been having to deal with this pandemic uh, but I want to encourage you that you can't live in fear. Um, I understand the pandemic's going on. Now, I'm not telling you what to do one way or another with the, pa- with the vaccination. That's not the point of this podcast. But I want to encourage you um, not to live in fear because the enemy wants us to live in fear. But that's not of God. And so when you're moving about um, with your, you know, during this pandemic and going to and fro, you have to move at your own pace and comfort and follow the laws that govern where you live. Mm-hmm. But if you feel um, like you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask and you don't have to, don't wear a mask if you don't have to. But I, I just want to encourage people to, be, to live and not be reckless. Uh, what I, and something I told, you know, told Renee is that, I cannot let, and I'm not saying you personally, Renee, I can't let someone else's fear become my reality. So I have to live my life and enjoy my life 
I'm not going to be, I'm not going to stay in this house, you know, for the last two years. I haven't stayed in this house for the last two years, Mm -hmm. afraid to go outside because I don't think that's of God. I don't think because for second Timothy one and seven for God, this for God did not give us the spirit of timidity or cowardness or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power, love, sound judgment, personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. That's the amplified version. So God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. And in the King James, it talks about being of a sound mind, but he's given us, you know, power and of a sound mind. So I just want to encourage uh, the people who you're struggling, you know, to get back into whatever you were doing pre-pandemic. And again, I'm not trying to tell you just, you know, be reckless, but I am want to encourage you to just live, live mm-hmm. your life. And in John 10, uh, 6 through 10 in the Message Bible, it says, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. It's not funny, but we, we are having uh, technical difficulties. So if you're afraid to go outside for the past couple of years and pretty much stay in the house, you know, if you need counseling to get back to where you were pre-pandemic, I don't. I would say, you know, get counseling, speak to a professional. I believe in prayer, but I also believe in doctors. Uh, Jesus had a doctor on one of his on his staff. One of his disciples was a doctor. Luke. Luke was a doctor. And so John 10, uh, 6 through 10 talks about the steep. The, a thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. But I came so that they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. Jesus wants you to live. God wants you to live. And so it's important that we understand that the enemy is trying to steal your life. He's trying trying to steal your joy. He's trying to steal your marriage. He's trying to steal your virginity. He's trying to steal everything that you are trying to hold on to, which is near and dear to you, which God has given you. But God came, Jesus came that you can have life and overflow in life. And so don't let the enemy steal these last two years of your life. Don't let him take any more days um, than he has. If you've, again, I'm not trying to minimize anyone, anyone, you know, your, your thought process, but I just want to encourage you from the bottom of my heart that, you know, I don't believe it's of God for you to have to stay in the house, be in the house for the last two years mm-hmm. and afraid to go outside and afraid to interact with family members. So speaking of interact, I'm, I want to interact in this conversation, if I could. Can we put that in the context of marriage, the living, the fear and the living? I'm going to say it comes back to communication between the husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Because if one spouse is um, fearful of going out, okay. then they need to have that conversation with the other spouse. That, that spouse that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm no, I don't feel comfortable. And like, okay, let's just use, use you and I as an example. If you had a fear, um, like I'm not feeling going outside, then I wouldn't demean you or put you down by, oh, you need to go outside. Let's go mm-hmm. outside. Let's go outside. I have to understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. So I have to be 
almost use the word empathetic, but that's the word of of your choices and where you are. And it and it comes back to prayer and it comes back to fasting, in my opinion, and it comes back to communication. That, you know, as husband and wife, we need to talk about these things that if one spouse, if you don't want to go outside, it's like, okay, well, we can do some things virtually, but there are still certain things we have to go outside to do. Not making sense. You're making sense, but we'll 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 chat a little bit more and probably um follow up on this uh right, let's follow next, up. next week. Let's follow up. We, we could follow up on next week. Because I have some questions. Um um as you all know when you listen to us, um we don't collaborate, we just you know, free flow. Sometimes we have scriptures mm-hmm. or maybe some little bullet points that, that we know that we want to hit. And then a lot of times God will take us in a totally different direction. Um, but I'm just a little lost in the, the living part. And okay. I guess, I guess it's, 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 it's not, in, it's all encompassing. Mm-hmm. It's like including everybody. We're not just talking about married life right now. We're talking about yeah. singles, men, mm-hmm. women, boys, girls, mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, the Lord, you know, gave this to you, yeah. that it was important to share it. I am just mm-hmm. sitting I here just, yes. um, listening and was wondering how we can put it back into married life, how we can put it back into the context to help married people live. Well, to help married people live, you have to learn study your spouse and know where they're coming from, what their comfort zone is, and not ask them to do something that's out of their comfort zone. Like you do to me? No, no, because you and I (laughs) have had this conversation when they lifted the mask mandate the first time. You was like, I feel more comfortable wearing the mask. And I was like, okay, you wear a mask. I'm not. Because I, I just wasn't wearing the mask once they lifted the mandate the first time. We went in the store together. I had on a mask. He did not. Yeah. They had lifted the mandate. I just mm-hmm. want to be clear. I wasn't out here just trying to be reckless and I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't one of those people. Mm-hmm. God bless so, you. So since you're talking about that, can I interject something? Interject. What if I was uncomfortable because I live with you, mm-hmm. you not wearing a mask, although um, we're both vaccinated and that is that was our personal preference. Again, mm-hmm. we're not telling anybody to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated. But what if I was, I felt uncomfortable with you not wearing a mask and you live with me. We have to live together. Then that's a good question. And I think I probably would have worn a mask if you felt uncomfortable with me not wearing a mask. I probably mm-hmm. would have worn it. I'm, I'm chuckling a little bit because I'm like, <laughs> I can see you wearing the mask, but with an attitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to wear this mask for her, but, you know, got an attitude about it. Yeah, um, but I that's, probably would have worn the mask. But, uh, you know, because because you requested me to wear it, you felt more comfortable if mm-hmm. I would have worn it. So I would have worn it. I wouldn't have been like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not doing it. You know, you just got to get over it. No, we have to live in harmony, we have to live in agreement, we have to come in agreement, mm-hmm. and we have to communicate. And sometimes that's a conversation that you probably should have before you even walk out the house. Instead that's true, of, but sometimes stuff outside. come out, 
some stuff some stuff just come up while you outside and you don't know that that topic or that conversation is going to occur until you actually get out there. Okay. But that's um, what I would have done. I would have worn a mask. If you felt uncomfortable with me being maskless, I would have put on a mask for you. Okay. Because I love you. And I love you too. And you have learned to live with me. Mm-hmm. And, and you've learned to live with me. Yes. And you know I would have had an attitude under that mask. I sure do know that. Because I know my husband. I've studied him. But that's part of life. That's part of growing and being in uh, fellowship. (laughs) 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 That's a church word. (laughs) But that's part of being in marriage. You you give and take. And you take and you give. And you, you know, you balance it. You know, you got to you got to talk and you got to come to an agreement. Awesome. I think we need to unpackage live a little bit more next week. As we possibly wrap up possibly. this series or or not. Or not. Um, but you got anything else for, I got for the audience? Not for this week. All right, well, everybody. We're package live next week. Next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.